Hello, this is Are You For Real With God? Time and time again, we ask ourselves the question whether we're doing the right thing, whether we are effective with our ministry, how are we functioning when it appears that God is looking at us. First and foremost, we need to consider and think about everything that we do, the things that we say and the attitude we have once we commit to doing something. Are we doing it in a God-like manner? Does the worldly conflicts or the worldly part of us stick out? Does it make itself present? Are we influenced or intimidated by Satan? Is he behind the persona that we portray or project to this society? Those are the questions that we need to ask because God really wants to know. Now, are you for real when you're doing things? Do you have that extra flair because you're trying to be effective? You're trying to be noticed? You're trying to be an attention grabber? God wants to know, are you for real when you protest of doing something that others should not do? When you speak about how you live, when you boast about your possessions, the places you go, the things you eat, are you flaunting your abilities? Are you trying to belittle other people based upon how you think you should be? Let's try what God thinks. Let's look at what he says about what we should do. We should maintain the level of responsibility in keeping with the vocation for which we have been called. Are we operating outside of our purpose? Are we doing something just to spite other individuals? Are we envious when we are trying to help someone? Do we try to belittle them when we are speaking with them? Are we boasting and trying to present ourselves as so much better when we're trying to help someone this is what God wants to know this is what you're going to be judged upon are you for real with God speaking of the vocation for which you are called are you presenting yourself the way that God would be proud of you will the Lord say to you when the time comes come in you good and faithful servant. Are you rushing into areas of ill repute, places of least respect? Are you operating differently according to what you were called to be? We have a society today that people feel that I should be happy to do whatever I want and people need to be happy about it or I hate this word, leave me alone. You're never gonna be alone because God is always present. He's there, he's watching, and he's trying to hope and see you doing the right things. We have made fun out of many of the negative functions and purposes in today's society. We dress not the way we should, but the way that Satan wanna see us. We don't put on enough clothes. Remember in the book of Genesis, when Adam and Eve were in the garden, they had no clothes. But when Adam heard God calling for him, they became afraid and they were embarrassed. They fashioned 
clothing for themselves. They hid in the bushes they were hiding. But not today. We feel that the less we have on, the more people will like us. If we have to demonstrate ourselves as harlots and belittle ourselves at what people may call degenerate, God is not happy. Do we always feel that we have to make a negative impression upon ourselves? Do we carry in our minds a negative image of ourselves portraying something that we are not just to get the favor of someone who is operating that way? Are you for real with God? That's our subject. That's our character. That's our topic. We're about God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit right here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here with me. And I'm praying that you'll do better, get better, and we all go to heaven when the time comes.
Good day. This is an Are You For Real With God broadcast. Today's episode, I've been a little under the weather. I'm about maybe close to three months now. And that's to all of my listeners. We know that any moment that you wake up any morning, something could be not right. And the best opportunity you get is to take care of it right then. So I've been recouping and God has brought me through all that was ailing me. I pray that each of us would do the same thing. Stop, take care of yourself, regardless of the pressure that you may be feeling. Thank you for listening. Eternal God, I thank you right now, and I want you to bless all of those who are listening in spite of our situation and our condition. Lord, we know that we can rely on you to take care of our physical needs, our spiritual needs no matter how great we feel they are. Thank you, Lord, and we give you praise, the honor, and all the glory for all that you do for taking care and providing for us. In Jesus' name, we pray. Today, our episode, we're going to go back a little bit and talk about what it felt when we got to understand and learn the scriptures and start really ingesting the fullness of the scripture. It tells us so much. It tells us so much about ourselves. It lets us know that there is a God and he sent his son in earthly form to stand in the gap for us so that we may have a right to the tree of life. And he penned the word, well the writer wrote the word And we need to listen to that because we have forgotten how important it is for children to grow up understanding their purpose, their direction, and have parents that see to it that they learn all that they need because you're going to need to fend for yourself one day. And you may as well stand on the shoulders and in the arms of the Lord and do that because you can fulfill it and you can achieve it. From uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, I was reading and I thought about it and I said, well, this is an interesting topic and it's not always broken down to where a person could understand it. When we grow up, there are so many things that we desire to do and oftentimes we overlook the important things. And there is nothing more important than understanding, honoring, and really respecting our parents and all grown-ups, mature figures in our lives. In the 11th verse, 13th chapter, it said, When I was a child. That says a whole lot right there. Think back when you were a child, and let's share that right now. Were you a mannerable child? Did you respect all of those that were placed in charge of no matter what you did? Your older sisters or brothers, relatives, aunts, uncles, parents, you know, cousins, whoever. When you were a child, did you respect 
those that were trying to give you all the goodness that you need. We have a problem today and somewhere we have forgotten what that's all about. I see young kids, they don't respect themselves. They don't respect their own parents, let alone someone else. We have began to call them over the years strangers. If someone is not related to you, you consider them to be a stranger. And they could try to monitor you and caution you and share with you some hope about being different from the ill-mannered behavior you're conducting. And someone would say, leave my child alone. I'm here to tell you, some of those children, that's the last thing needs to happen. Some parents allow their children to be misguided, that their lives are thrown away because in the beginning, in the start of their lives, they're told to not respect other people, not to respect someone that's trying to help them to lead them out of the dark passes in their lives. We need to do better because when you're a child, you have no knowledge of what's going on in the world around you. Only the insipid slice of what you see. That's all you have account of. And some of that, you just see it and you try to interpret it into what it needs to be. How little of our understanding do we use to get the full knowledge or the full comprehension of what we see, what we hear, and what we try to do? When I was a child, I spoke as a child. And that's very, very important. You have to go through those tedious stages those simple stages where you don't know a lot, but your task is to learn. And the more you acquaint yourself with as a child, the more progress you'll make through your life from what you learn in the beginning stages. These things are set in part by God. God loves you and he ensures a way that we can gain as children the knowledge and the information that's important to us. Satan comes in, and I'm going to say this right quick. Children, we are already brainwashed because someone shows us a toy, something to play with, something to distract us. See, yes, we can be distracted even as children. Something that gives us attention and an outlet to do something that's away from what we ought to be doing, we gravitate to it like it's a, a, a loaf of bread, a slice of bread, or a piece of candy, or something to eat. But then he says, when I was a child, I understood as a child that something else that just doesn't happen you have to be attentive. You have to be prepared 
and listening when someone tries to teach you all the faculties that you need to understand. We used to try to hear children and teach them how to say things and to teach them how to laugh and talk and smile. And we used to wonder, there was the same thing we called baby talk. You just gibberish. And oftentimes we would ask, I wonder if they know what I'm talking about, because they would be listening, they'd be looking at you. But whether they know or not, we would satisfy ourselves, oh yeah, they know what I'm talking about. Then we'll present something that would shock them or grab their attention, and we have to go the best we can and continue practicing and doing these things until they're capable of understanding what we're trying to do. So when I understood as a child, that became wonderful. Then there was another process. As a child, you spoke, you understood. Then you began to think, I thought as a child. All of that comes together because that's the development of your mental process. All of this has to be prepared, shaped, and then allowed you to begin to know how to function as learning, how to comprehend, how to express. So the Bible teaches you a lot. Some of us, we a little slower than others. We don't get the training. We don't get the instructions, the information we need. And some of us just disregard it altogether because of distraction. I used to have a thing, and when my kids were small, I was very, very uh, reluctant to always toss a stuffed toy in their crib. That That's just something that you know, set real, real negative toward me is that germs and anything could get on those. And if they're playing with them all the time, they're dragging them over the floor. Then you go and wash them in a machine. And, you know, whatever process you have, I just never thought that those items were always clean and ready for a child. But that's my opinion. And here's the good thing. And when you realize this thing right here, but when I became a man, see, that's another part. These stages, it shows you until you grow up to maturity and get to learn all that is necessary for you to become a man, then you can understand how to utilize your life properly it gives you a direction it gives you a purpose and then you should have a wonderful feeling but when you become a man you're no longer a child the bible says i put away childish things now that's a, a lesson in itself right there i've seen so many 20 30 year old children 
even 40 year old children because their mindset, they refuse to develop it because they continue to cleave to the things of a child. Their mannerisms, their behavior, their conduct, all that they enjoy doing was something that they learned and it overwhelmed them as a child or young adult to where it interferes with their maturity, your, your, uh, your adulthood. Your lessons are important. God wants you to develop into a child, a young adult, and then an, a, a full adult with the faculties and everything that you need in order to be a truly blessed servant. So society today is reaching out and is trying to create stumbling blocks so that everyone will not grow up from that childhood into adulthood. It's very important. You have to do it. So stop and think about the last time you reflected back on what your childhood was like. Were you respectful? Were you honoring your parents? Were you doing what was necessary for you to become grown? And please, I know it happens. Some of us get stuck in that little playful mode. We don't want to let it go. I've seen some 35-year-old children lately, and that's not a good sign. Let's love God, let's love our families, and let's be the vessels that God desires us to be. Again, this is Are You For Real with God. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. God bless you. I'll do a little bit better at elaborating on habits and hobbies and toyfulness and things of that nature. Have a wonderful day. I'm out of here. There's something that's quite imaginable when you think about how we should live and what the Bible says when you are to walk in the vocation for which you were called. We have to think back and understand that God is telling us, okay, this is your purpose, follow it. This is your instruction from me, follow them. You are to have dominion. You are to basically be able to fundamentally do everything that's necessary for you to have dominion over those things. But here we find that in today's society, we more relaxed and comfortable, ignoring and sometimes defying those instructions because we have become knowledgeable enough that we want to take on a lot of the responsibility and then get the glory for doing so. But that's why when God said that everything that was created was good, now we're trying to entertain that by putting ourselves into the driver's seat, so to speak, that whatever we concoct out of what's existing, we'll have an opportunity to put ourselves on a pedestal and then be recognized for just that. So there comes a, another issue that we no longer want to be under the responsibility of God and under the protection of God we tend to want to do it for ourselves 
by ourselves, and that causes a lot of conflict. We don't have the attributes. We don't have the power. We don't have the intelligence, nor can we sustain ourselves without the power of God. And that's what we need to learn, how to walk worthy of the vocation that we are called. Simple. And that is to follow the word of God to the letter. We try to change it. There are some people who feel that I'm going to carve out my own destiny, my own direction based upon my interpretation of what I believe that I can do, irregardless of the map or the blueprint that is right in front of you, you want to peel off and go your own way, create your own path, irregardless that you don't really know very much about creation and what it takes to sustain, fulfill, and accomplish the necessary intent or have access to the knowledge to create many of the things that we desire to do. Wow, that's a tough subject, and most people don't really understand. God is just saying, I'll care for you. If you follow my instructions and if you do what you promised, you said that if you gain salvation, you'll be obedient. you follow the rules. But here, we don't want to be obedient. We're as disobedient as they come. And we want to be rewarded or complimented for being that way. Again, God's in charge. And uh, old saying said, he's large and he's in charge. This is, are you for real with God? So are we following his lead? Thinking that we could be leaders. What can we create? What have we made? Well, everything that we have learned and has accomplished, it is made from some of the chemical makeup that God placed our feet upon, gave us that to be our building block. That's when he said, and that's what he meant. I want you to be tillers of the ground. Create and make all that you can from what I have provided. And we should do that, but we talk about one another. We don't appreciate one another. If they're not the way I prefer them to be, I have no use for them, and I have to gain authority over them and make them subject to whatever I desire. Wow, really harsh. Want to be in charge, don't know how to be in charge, don't know how to establish the necessary protocols to build or unite a complete society. This is, again, are you for real with God? Eternal God, our Father, we thank you for this day and 
crossing us over the threshold of last evening into a glorious day that you have made. We know that you are our God and our Father. We realize that all things were prepared for you, for us by you. And we need to understand that, O oh Lord, because we're going to encounter circumstances and difficulties each and every day. No matter what we know or what we have learned, without your power, without your intellect, without your abilities, we could not go very far. Here we're praying for you, O oh God, because you have created within us the yearning to persevere and to go on and go forward. We want you to bless those who are struggling with ailments in their body, with sicknesses and diseases that have been contracted by our existence in this society. Lord, we want to be all that you desire us to be for the foundation that you created and the abilities that you instilled in all of us. We know that we are your children. We ask you to forgive us for our meandering and getting off track and not believing and not praising and worshiping the way we should. We have gone on a tangent because your word says that all ye like sheep have gone astray. You have turned every one of you and you are following your own way. The little understanding that we have, that meager intellect that we have, oh God, is not enough to accomplish our salvation without leaning and depending on you. Oh God, we ask that you continue to bless us and continue to love us because we are striving to be all that you created us to be. In Jesus' name, oh God, we pray. We know there's going to be suffering. We know there are going to be trials and there are going to be tribulations. Forget those, oh God, who have gone astray, who have loaned their bodies to the evils of this world, the things that we should not partake of, because you have given us demonstrations and you have said to us, follow me and I'll give you all that you need to conquer this world. But we still listen to negative communications and listen and the traps of the devil. We fall into those things, dear God. And we know we need to do better for, for the wages of sin is death. And your gift to us was life. And we should acknowledge that each and every day. For we give you praise because you have been so good. Those of us who have been sickly, we have gotten healed. We've gotten better. You provided that for us, dear God. We ask that everyone would take a knee and bow, giving you thanks for the glory that you have instilled within us. And we appease you, oh God, because you thought about us. You gave us the abilities to persevere over all things that get in our path. Continue to be there, O oh Lord, for us because we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. For his name's sake, amen.